Hello and welcome to another episode of Got Any More Pixels. Today we are discussing the games that we grew up with and some hidden gems on those consoles. Each of us has chosen our console of choice. Sean, what have you chosen? The Super Nintendo. Chris? Uh, Nintendo 64. And I, I, I didn't know which to choose because I grew up with the PlayStation 1 and the Mega Drive initially and then went on to the N64, which... I fell in love with. I was kind of caught between the Mega Drive and the PlayStation 1, but I think I played more PlayStation 1, so I've gone for PlayStation 1. But first, I wanted to have a brief discussion, because I completely forgot about this last week. What have you guys been playing? Sean, what have you been playing? Well, I was playing it what, like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, in the um, car. <laughs> I, uh, so I'm playing Pokemon, because there is uh, the new expansion. The Crown Tundra has been out for about a week now, so I've got to catch those Pokemans. What what is the Cloud Tundra? The Crown Tundra. So it's the oh, second expansion in the expansion pass after the Isle of Armour. Um, and it's not so much like a story expansion, but more of the, the ne- like another story they've added to it um, without going into too much depth. There's just a bunch of new Pokemon. There's a bunch of returning Pokemon. And so, there's already too many Pokemon. Yeah, so unfortunately, last time we quoted the number in the decks, <laughs> yeah, it has, now, it has increased wrong. since our last quote, I'm afraid. That's so yeah, right. I'm running around you, in you the frosty know. areas capturing the mons. Is it, is it still within 800? Because I'm pretty sure we just said it's around 800 and something. No, yeah, it's still... It 851, I think it It's was. still fine, I think. Okay. Um, I just can't remember accurate. exactly... I can't remember exactly what it got to, but it's still... Yeah, it's fine. Okay, Google. Overwatch. How many Pokemon are there? You're not even listening to me. Are you? Here's a summary you for sent mine off. If so, this brings the total to 932. Mine got the same. Legendary <laughs> evolutions could also arguably count as separate Pokemon. You shall. Each one being given its own Pokedex entry. You shall. The total to 980. No. The current official count stands at 893. Yeah. 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 Are we good with 890? Yeah, I thought it was really, really close because they added. I can't remember how many they added, but there's like there's a few new legendaries and stuff been yeah officially added. Okay, so yeah. you were dead set against those other ones that she mentioned. Oh, I'm just not a fan <laughs> of Mega Evolutions, but that's um, that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the same Pokemon. It's just a different version. It doesn't count. Does I it? know, but it feel, uh, it's got a Digimon feel to it, and I like Digimon. Uh-huh. Like I, I just feel like, I don't know. It's weird. They they've started to add. I guess you could say gimmicks to mm. the games. So one of the games was Mega Evolutions, and then the latest game was um, Dynamax, which is the Pokemon go very big instead. Okay. Yeah, I remember yeah. you mentioning. I don't know, Mega Evolutions, I don't know. Maybe it's because of the gamer in me, because you had to have items and you had to equip them and stuff, and I was like, uh, just seems like a lot of steps for something that lasted like one battle or three turns or whatever it was. Yeah, I think it's just because Mega Evolutions, you have the bracelet, but you have to have the. Then you have to equip the item to the Pokemon. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like, I can't think what they're called, but it's like the name of the Pokemon and then a word. Yeah, or something. Yeah, Yeah, like Blastoise or something. Yeah, Yeah, but with the new um, Dynamax ones, you just did it. Okay. You just do it. There's no. You I mean, you need special. a band. You need a key item, but there's no. But there's no item. like separate per Pokemon. Nope. That's but they're nice. only so everyone can go big, but only certain ones then get a, a form beyond that called a Gigantamax, where they change okay. look. Like some of them look really cool as well. So, just oh, felt like it was better implemented for me. Yeah, personal right. preference, anyway. Yeah. Personal preference. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what have you been playing? Um, what have I been playing? Um, Animal Crossing still, I think. That's about pretty much it. So, yeah. I finished. Are you still enjoying it? Or has yeah. it become more of a chore now? No, I am enjoying it. I've finished the fossils in the museum, finally. So I've got all 73 or whatever it is. 
Um, that was getting a bit like tedious because you get five, I believe it's five fossils a day on your island to, to, to find and dig up. And then you have to go get them assessed and see whether they're already in the collection or whether they're new ones. So obviously as the more you get in the collection, the, the smaller the chance that it's going to be a new one. So I like days and days I've been going there with them all and no, we've already got all them. We've already got them all. And then I got the last one and then I then it said that I thought I was I thought I had two left and it said you've completed it and I was like, Have I? So I went and checked it and I was like, Oh yeah, sweet. And you know what I got for that? A pen? Nothing. Oh <laughs> so that was a pen. No, I didn't even get anything. I got I thought you was gonna get like the golden shovel or something, but apparently you get that a different way. Um and I also found out, I was speaking to Sean about this on the way, it's in previous Animal Crossing games, the golden versions of the tools were, they're kind of, the unique thing about them was that they didn't break. So there's, once you've done all the hard work and got them, you didn't need to ever get a shovel or whatever it is again. But with this one, they've basically, it's the first one to do it, they do break. Uh, so the only advantage on them is that they're, aesthetically, they look different. Oh, so previous versions of the game yeah. worked on the... Yeah. Game Boy and all that. Yeah, as far as I'm aware. Um, there have been different ways. I know on the GameCube, I think it was, you got one by burying uh, that item in a golden... There's, there's basically just little golden spots every day. There's one golden spot which you dig up money from. If you plant the money again, it grows into a money tree. Oh, wow. Um, and then it can, like, times it by three, whatever you put in, um, by waiting a few days for it to grow. Um, but if you put a tool into that... Um, a fishing rod or a spade or something um, waited it would you could dig it out the next day and it would be a golden version of that which would be basically an invincible version that didn't break so you don't have to keep crafting it but yeah for this one it, they've made it a lot harder to get the item in the first place so you've got to get all bugs for the um, net all fish for the rod um, I can't remember what the other ones are um, and they basically yeah, they break just as much as a regular one would so you're just doing all the effort for nothing. Great. So that's good fun. Excellent. Well, I'm glad it's you're putting. It but I do like it. It's a good. It's a cool game. I'm remodeling the town at the moment. I'm like building like a little castle, and I've put a. a I've got a little Pennywise creeping out from under the under the <laughs> castle. Cause, okay, that's pretty. Because you can add custom um, custom floors and walls and things. What people have uploaded. Uh, okay. So you just type in in the search bar, and it, but you can go for anything, and that'll be there. So. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Um, it, the Animal Crossing, there's a an Animal Crossing Switch, isn't there? Is it, yeah. is it Switch or is it just the Switch Lite? Because I've seen the Switch Lite. No, it's Lite Switch. That's, that's the one I've got. That's the one I've been playing. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, okay. uh, New Horizons. Okay, because I've seen the Switch Lite one, but obviously I, yes, I don't want to get that because it's... No, it's the same one. Game compatibility. Yeah, the, all the games are the same, aren't yeah, they? I but it's so. um, compatibility with the consoles for... Um, Joy-Con movements and stuff mm. like the game one two switch uses movement. Yeah, so it cannot be played, but it's the same yeah. game. So yeah, there's no yeah, there aren't there like aren't won't be able to play it probably. Yeah. Yeah, to no, my knowledge, there, are, there aren't any separate versions of there any are game. A handful of games that you can't play on. The, yeah, like, like the um the fitness one, the Ring Fit. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it needs the Joy Cons. Yes, because they've got the sensors and yeah. exactly. But yeah, to my knowledge, I don't think there's any other games that have been split up. No. No. So, so yeah, I think that's basically all I've done. I don't know if I can't. Well, actually, no, I have been playing another game. Uh, I was on the Switch as well, but they added uh, Diddy Kong Quest, which is basically the second Donkey Kong Country for SNES, onto the little SNES store thing. Oh, on the and Switch? I've, yeah, I've been playing through that. That's been quite good. Yeah. So, that, yeah, but that's about it. Any Mario Kart? 
yeah, and Mario Kart. I forgot, yeah, you... I, I forgot I'd got Mario Kart. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, we've, I've, yeah I've been playing Mario Kart. I, I'm, I don't like the mirrored courses already. No. Because like in old games, mirrored courses would be the same course, which is backwards. But this on this one, it literally is everything is like properly mirrored. So, right yeah, so all the writing is backwards and all the... Like everything is backwards, rather than just being the direction yeah. you travel. That actually brings me to a news point that I'll, I'll mention. And that kind of gave me a headache a bit. Running, going past text that's backwards because for some reason I'd be drawn to look at it because I'm just weird. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, Emily convinced me to buy her uh, the Crash Four. It's about time game. Mm. And I don't know if you guys have seen any of it, but it's amazing. I've seen. I've only seen trailer. Really, no, I haven't seen gameplay. No, oh, it's got such good mechanics, and even at the beginning, you just start off on the beach. Mm. You can go up to the TV and pre- or you press the button on it, and you cycle through like the starting screen of the first three Crash Bandicoots, I think it is. Oh, cool! And then there's a little blow-up rubber ring thing in the water, like a floaty mm. with um, Spyro, and yeah, there's lots of little gimmicky things at the beginning, which really, really cute. And then as you progress, Emily was showing me you have really cool mechanics in, in the game. And there's a lot more um, a lot more collectibles. And there's costumes to unlock and stuff like that. Yeah, there's, isn't there like power-ups in that one? Yes. What it looked yeah. like from the trailer, there's like power-ups like you can get um, as you progress through levels. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it does look really, really good. It's definitely worth the price. Yes. Yeah. It, it's gone down in price. It's gone down to like 50 quid now, I think, in like yeah. Tesco's and other places like that. Yeah, yeah. And also, obviously, I got Sonic Mania the other day, which is absolutely bloody amazing. <laughs> and I, know I haven't played on the telly yet, just on the handheld, but it's so, so good. I recommend it to anybody that likes even Sonic, just the tiniest little bit, classic Sonic, and it was it is amazing. Is it kind of... What Sonic did it go after? Like Sonic Adventure or Old School Sonic? Old School Sonic. Okay, so it's like mm-hmm. side-scroll Sonic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. And it's got like, um, the bonus levels are, uh, I forget which game it's from. It's where you've got all the red and blue balls. And yeah, you've got and it's Sonic 2, wasn't three. it? I was going to say 3. I think it's 3. Because I'm sure I know what you mean. happens with Is it the one where you do directions or you're in like a dome and you collect them? No, no. No? So you're on top of a sphere. Yeah, on top of the sphere. Yeah, and you jump over the other sphere. Yeah, space. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's and three, three. I think. Yeah, I'm absolutely terrible at it. It's the first time I've ever done it, mm. but it is so so. It's really addictive, addictive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> cool. Um, next, we're going on to the news. What news have you got for us, Sean? Nothing, I know you were dying. To nothing tell us. major. No. So there's this ridiculous <laughs> game I'm looking forward to, um, for the PS5 actually not uh, that's a little bit you know not very retro but uh, I'll have to do called uh, it's gaming related called Bug Snacks Bug Snacks oh I saw the advert for this where the yes. island is inhabited with fruit and f- things that are also bugs yeah so there's like little tiny strawberries running around and you have to eat them <laughs> I'm definitely getting this for Violet she absolutely well, it's, loves it's it it's going to be free with Playstation Plus so if you've got Playstation Plus I don't it would just come to you free it's so it's by the looks of it, my guess will be free as a launch title, effectively, because it's in November's PlayStation Plus. Uh-huh. But I just want to play something stupid. Like, I really do. And the fact, I think there was something a little bit sinister in the trailer as well. Like, there's some sort of uh, amalgamation of something, because I'm sure I remember seeing it. But yeah, and then every, I think, if I remember correctly, as you eat things, you gain their body parts. Yes. The body parts become, so like, you can just 
be like Strawberry Man <laughs> with like a hamburger head or something like that. Yeah. It just sounds ridiculous and really light-hearted and sometimes you need that in a yeah, game. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. the other game I wanted to play, which was Destruction All-Stars, is delayed now um, mm. until February, I think. But that game is kind of like... I think a good way to sort of sum up is Rocket League Destruction Derby, except you don't have to be in the car. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's moments where you can get out of the car and, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, aren't you fragile outside of the car? Yeah, you No, can... I don't think so. It's, <laughs> you need to kind of watch the trailer for this like to see. I'm sure there's moments where people are riding on top of cars. and. Wow. Um, yeah, so I think like the... the like the car is an extension of your life. I think. I guess if the car gets wrecked, you can get out and cause havoc that way. But that that's getting amazing. that's getting pushed back. So, bug snacks. That's where it's at. Yeah. 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 Bug snacks. That's where the hype's at. Really, really good. It kind yeah. of reminds me of the um, brightness and, and cartoony feel of Pikmin type thing. Mm. Yeah. It's really, really. Good. Have you seen it, Chris? Um, Pikmin. No. Bug snacks. <laughs> oh no. Oh, wait, have I, did I have a picture up? I can't remember if I had a picture, just in case. Yeah, so, oh, okay, yeah, somewhere list of... Yeah, so Bugs, he's like chasing this little... Okay. Strawberry. Yeah, it's on my list of what's trending. Yeah, I mean, I don't. there's not much else to say about it. I haven't really I haven't really looked into it anymore. I just want to play it. Yeah, see I just saw the advert and thought, yes, yeah, I just want to love that. Yeah, see what's going on. I don't want to spoil anything for myself, although it's not much to spoil, I doubt, so... Yeah. I, I think it's coming on the Switch as well, isn't it? Ooh, I don't know about or that. Or is it actually. just PlayStation? Could well be. I've just, just read some news that's interested me. Okay, go for Move it. On to you. Hitman 3. Yeah, we originally said it's possibly only PS5. Sorry, I'm holding in a yawn. They're hold, they've agreed that it's going to come out on Switch. Really? So I'm happy. Uh-huh. It's good, <laughs> it's good. But look, can you take away the fact that you said Hitman? <laughs> No. Did I? <laughs> I didn't even mean to. Sure just, oh, wait, I'm, yeah, that's yeah. the point, the pronunciation. I, I'll go back and edit that. <laughs> <laughs> Hitman Lee. And they're also experimenting I've got one of those whether they're going to bring... Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I failed to get Hitmonchan. <laughs> yeah, they might be bringing Resident Evil 7 to the Switch as well. Okay, that I would... I don't know. I've got it for the PlayStation 4. I, I don't see... No, I don't see it. I've, lost, I've fallen out of faith with Resident Evil. Really? Personally, yeah. They, I feel like they've deviated. I fought, fell out of faith with it with four, to be honest. But oh. maybe because it kind of, I don't I know. It's brilliant. Yeah, I'm just just not. You know. I do. I think they put the bar pretty high. At four. It's all about the first three for me. No. I, I just discovered I got the first. Well, I knew I had the first one for a while, but I've just rediscovered it in my CD wallet, and I'm very tempted to replay that. Oh. Just, just remember, you're in a mansion where someone has gone to trouble to put all their keys. One at the left hand side yeah. of the house, <laughs> then the key, up and the next keys at the right hand side of the house, and then the next keys at the left hand side of the house, and that's how they lock their house. <laughs> so when the intruders come in, they take you know eight or ten hours to get to where they're going. So it's time for the police to arrive. That's <laughs> the best way to lock your house. So yes, it's going to be a cloud based gaming server is this a hit, Hitman yeah a Hitman and Resident Evil 7 they're also going to add a couple of other games it's going to be No More Heroes 1 and 2 probably censored probably censored very <laughs> censored yeah and yeah various other ones that I've never heard of um, this is all for Switch yeah so you say a cloud based system yeah it says that it's cloud based gaming but versions for the Switch hmm Cloud versions will run at 30 frames per second with ray tracing or 60 frames per second without ray tracing, I realise. 
Can they ray trace and something that PCs yeah. do? I don't know. And PS5 can and Xbox, I think. It um, makes water look like water. Oh, and reflections cool. look like reflections. And yeah, stuff, it yeah. says it's... Um, advanced lighting. Without it, it's going okay. to be running on hardware far more advanced than the Switch itself. So, But yeah, Hitman 3, 20th of January. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. Well, well, for those who didn't know, Hitman's coming to Switch. There you go. That's your news. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I wanted to touch on a few things. Uh, the first of which, biggest news for our podcast, is... My friend Tim, from the band I'm in, the 4 O'Clock Robots, has written us a theme tune for our quiz. And it's amazing. It is incredible. You have to stay to the end of the podcast, or you could just like skim through to the end of the podcast to listen to it, because we will be doing a quiz at the end. I will be quizzing these two Yay. on something that I will not... Actually, I'll tell you now what the quiz is going to be. It's going to be um, mascots. Zelda. No. <laughs> it's my favourite protagonist. <laughs> Mascots so like real or fake, basically. Okay. And yeah, so my friend Tim has made us an amazing theme tune that leads into that. Um, the show notes for all of these is now going to be on our Facebook under the notes section. If anybody out there, if you don't use Facebook, let me know because I'll put it on somewhere else. I know not everybody uses Facebook, it's just that's the first thing that came to my mind. You, you will notice that I think there'll be two up by the time I've done this, the last two episodes, and this will be the third episode that we has show notes. Um, one other thing that I wanted to mention was Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Have you guys mm. seen much of it at all? What's the price for it? Because I've seen it. I think it's like £100 per car. Per car, okay. Yeah. Do you get anything to build tracks with? Because I've seen people like online have like got like proper Nintendo branded like little like archways and things. Yeah, there's some stuff in the box, I'm sure. Yeah, I've, okay. I've seen lots of adverts. but It um, looks pretty cool. You get four archways, yeah. all of which have to be be used, although you can put them wherever you want. Yeah, because don't they have markers on them? That yeah, they're the camera checkpoints yeah, reference points. Exactly. But um, you, you build tracks out of basically anything you have around the house, yeah. just as a basic guideline. If you just want to do a circle, then you just put them all in a big circle, and then mm. you have to go through them to complete the lap. Uh, you can... It's got, like, augmented reality, as we all know, but mm. for the um, checkpoints you can change how they look on the screen uh, through augmented reality and it comes with these weird kind of... You know when you go around a tight corner, it's got those black and white um, arrows. It's got those in the box and they kind of glow when you go up to them on the screen. Which is pretty cool. I think it's... I like the idea. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would get it. I think a lot of people... I would like it. But I, I would like it, but it'd be a gimmicky thing I'd probably do maybe exactly. once. No, I don't have the I, I definitely don't no, have the room. Exactly, no. yeah. If I had the room, I'd be making more things instead anyway. <laughs> I, I, I need the entire room for my craft at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But, I mean, it does look really, It looks really cool. Good, I like what they've done with the technology, but I think it's... For £100, and plus you yeah. have to have a Switch each oh, to do play you? it. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. Heads-up display in it. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, you have to have one each, which... And, and the only characters you can get are Mario and Luigi. For now. For now, yeah, strange. I reckon there'll be more. I don't like there's gonna, there's gonna, No, there's going to be a Peach or a female one. Well, got it, to be. it wouldn't have been that difficult to release another couple of characters. I it, feel I like they're testing the water. Yeah, definitely. So my other theory, I feel like they tested the water when they released Pokemon Let's Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you got the mechanics from Pokemon Go, but the graphics and everything kind of stylization from mm. what became Sword and Shield. 
Yeah. yeah. So I feel like they do that sometimes. They release a product that's see how it goes. Good enough, but not. <laughs> there's not enough depth. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very yeah, good potentially. Point. Then yeah, they'll they'll test this one out, see how it goes. If it sells yeah, well, get the tech down. Then the, the next one will be. Yeah, there'll be a more there'll be a two point which won't yeah. work with it in yeah, any way, yeah. um, unfortunately. But um, but it does work as a standalone game as well. You yeah. don't have to play it with the carts. Okay. So, um, cats apparently really really love it, um, <laughs> as you can imagine. Yeah. My ferrets would go absolutely mad and probably destroy the yeah. carts. Um, so what you're saying is you need little bucket seats for them to sit on the carts. <laughs> that would be amazing. I, I don't know if you've ever seen a ferret do a war dance, but that's pretty much what they do to <laughs> You need to get 3D printing some little ferrets. Oh, so can, can I 3D print that? Yes, I can. Let's go. And one point I wanted to bring up that you were mentioning earlier about the reverse tracks. Yes. Once you've built a home circuit, you can play it in reverse. Okay. I don't know how it works. Whether it's turn cart around. Life hacks. Left is right, and right is left, basically. So okay. I don't know if it would just reverse your controls and reverse the image on the screen, mirrors, and your cart yeah. would just carry on as normal as if you would just if you it was a right turn to begin yeah, with. Yeah, I think that's what they do. That makes some sense. It's just to invert the screen. So and you, the controls, yeah. Yeah, the controls, yeah. So but I yeah. think it's really cool that you can just reverse the track immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's cool. just amazing. I love the fact that they put that they in. They put that in the thought mm. of it. That's yeah, of that's just crazy. So what you're saying next is we need real banana skins. That's one uh, thing I was wondering, actually. Like, obviously part of Mario Kart is, is the white tower. Yeah. So what have they done about that? Well, they've done the... Exactly, it plays exactly the same as it would on the console itself. Yeah. And if you hit a banana skin, your it just cart just power. stops. Yeah. Oh, okay. And if you hit a mushroom or anything like that, you your cart goes faster. Wow, that's clever. But it, it's really interesting to watch the actual carts in somebody's house because they look so much slower. Yeah. When you're playing the game, they look really, really fast. But when you're watching them go around, it's <laughs> really slow. Yeah. <laughs> that's really interesting to watch. But it's yeah, really it's, nice. it's really clever how they interact Definitely. with the, the items themselves as well. If you get hit by a shell, the long and short of this is we need a Mario Kart party. Oh, man. Socially distanced with six people. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimers to get it out there. Yeah, yeah so we need like a, a pie. Okay. A Mario Kart pie. Kart pie. Maybe set up Paul involved. Oh, I like it. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's all the news I've got. You guys got any more that want to fill in the gaps? No, I don't think so. No, we're going to leave it like cheddar cheese. Is it cheddar cheese or is it Swiss cheese? I don't know, I like cheese. What, cheese. what are we going for here? The holy cheese. Swiss. 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 That is Swiss cheese. Cool. Cheddar's good too. I still don't get it. I just like cheese. Yeah, cheese is good. So... We're going to start off with our favourite... Uh, this is basically this topic. It, it kind of morphed from <laughs> being our childhood favourite games to a, a bit of hidden gem itch on the side. Sean is going to go first on his SNES or SNES or how, how do you pronounce that? I just call it SNES. SNES. Okay. Yeah. I'm how a, do you pronounce it? Super it? Famicom. No, you don't. No, but <laughs> you need to mention that. And you don't need to put your hand up next time you have something to say. <laughs> Yeah, if you could put your hand up, at least say teacher. <laughs> no, it wasn't put my hand what? up. I was just doing the finger of like. No, you uh, put your hand like right up there. Yeah. Like you were in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On, no, then. Chris, you always get it wrong. Like, what, so what's, you're sitting at the back. Why, so why are we bringing up the Famicom wording? Because it's the same thing. 
Just that's the non-EU version. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. Alright. Well, it's not the same thing, because it takes different size cartridges. Yeah, but the, mm. the cartridges are different size, but the, well, technically the plastics are different size, but the cartridges are the inside is the same. Okay, yeah. 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 So, I technically... Same I, furniture, I've won different that argument. No. <laughs> you never win. Anyway, right, sure. Should we Pick. give them half a point? Give me a stick and leave me alone. Right, for those not knowing what the hell that was all about, last night we went to a horror quiz night thing and um, we, we didn't do too well. In fact, out of five, we came fifth. I, I, no, there were six. There were six, right? Yeah. Emily liked No, you. no, there was five. Oh, okay. was that? So, yeah. Oh. We definitely came last. <laughs> we definitely <laughs> scored twice as many points as us. <laughs> to, to put it well, in comparison, was literally that to put it in comparison, there was ten rounds and then a picture round. We scored more in the picture round than we did in all ten rounds. Yeah, we, pretty we, much, we, we did, pretty much doubled our score. <laughs> we did pretty differently. My um, my better half won by miles. So oh, yeah, yeah. I think much. we ended up with like thirty what was it? something. We were, they were si- we were six points behind, doubling us. Yeah, I they, think they, so, they were yeah. well over 100 points. Yeah, we they were on 130 out of 130, yeah. something like that. And they had like 110 or something. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah they, they, they smashed even beyond second place. Yeah. Yes, so I heard. They yeah, they well. were like 90. I'm not surprised though. No, no. no. So, they did very yeah. well. Those half points counted, didn't yes, they? They, they really did. Helped. They we really needed did. every half point we could get. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. go for it, sure. So, how would you like me to start? Should we, should we ease it in? And yeah, like, go for it, man. Okay, so the most probably well-known one um, out of this list that I really enjoyed um, got me into like turn-based strategy war games, I guess you could say. So the first one is Front Mission. Can't say I've heard of it. Have you played um, Advance Wars? Nope. I've heard of that. Um, I've played it. <laughs> Fire Emblem? Nope. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy Tactics? So so think of grid based combat where it's where it's all (laughs) all we won't go too far into that. Okay, so um, it's it's square it's like grid based combat basically. Okay. Um and you move you move everyone has a turn, you move your things around and you shoot stuff up and whatever. But um yeah, 'cause it's so it's from um it's from Squaresoft. Oh, okay. Which is one of the... I, I really just like their games in general. And yeah, it's kind of like this... Um, you've got these mechs and you deploy the mechs, complete the missions and just kind of generally shoot things up. It's uh, pretty much the most boring game on my list. But I just really enjoyed it as a kid. Mm, and then thereon I went to enjoy Advance Wars on the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Tactics was on the Game Boy Advance. Um, I never really got into Fire Emblem, but that is on the same sort of system move people into place kill stuff <laughs> progress the story but yeah I just like robots I was a kid and I was like my robots are shooting your robots and I'm winning Kapow. and then you get to equip them with like equipment and stuff so it kind of felt like armoured core as well mm. except you had more than one unit to to sort of go at I went like it's just kind of like generic war story so it's kind of not really worth going into to, into too much depth because I've got way more interesting games on my list. <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't think there's any I don't think I've got any crazy little random information about it. It's fairly cut and dry. You've either heard of Front Mission as a franchise, I think, or you just haven't. And I guess you haven't. No, uh, I'm definitely in that. So you probably haven't heard of any of the games on my list. And if you had heard of the rest of these then it, this will be even better. So I think my next one I will choose is Robots Again. 
but these are 2D robots. Mm. Um, so this is a game called Cybernaya. Nope. nope. Uh, <laughs> if I was to then say Assault Suit Vulcan, would that help? Nope. Nope. No. Uh, so this one's Konami. It's a 2D scrolling robot game. I don't know how I got it. I don't know anything. I just remember playing it, and I just you just sort of side scroll along, boosting, punching robots, shooting them up, flying through space. Um, and again, I just like blowing stuff up in robot suits. And it's a, a post uh, fossil fuel kind of thing, nearly. The fossil fuels are running out. So this is kind of like a resource-based story, which might happen sooner than we realise in the yeah. world. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the second in the series of games, but it's actually set ten years before the first one. And then the character in this one actually makes an appearance in the next game. But again, robots and stuff, the main story is you're trying to destroy one of the biggest, baddest things is that where? Yeah, so yeah. I was just thinking about it's just it a, looks yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's just a really sort of wholesome 2D shoot. It plays quite well. The controls are nice from what I remember, although games aging is a thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it just looks really cool. I just remember playing as a kid and finding this random power-up on this level and being like, man, I'm just really good at this game. <laughs> Can't tell if I ever completed it. But, yeah, again, just another generic-y, robot-y thing. I am wondering what to go to next. I think I'm going to go for a game called EVO, or EVO, it depends what you want to call it. I've not heard of that. How many of you have played Sport? I've heard of Sport, at least. I know what it is. I know the name. I'm not well, making... Sport or EVO? Sport. You make little creatures, don't you? Yeah, and yeah. you go through the stages of evolution. Yeah. EVO is the birth child, I imagine, of that. You... Um, you basically just evolve. <laughs> you just play as an animal and you evolve and you level up and you oh, decide wow. to, if you want bigger teeth, to bite things harder <laughs> or if you want like legs and stuff. And what's really cool is you can complete the game but in many different ways. You don't always have to become a human. Okay, I love the idea of this game. Yeah, like, it's great. Like You start as a, as a fish or something like that and um, just swim around, bite and stuff and... It's just really random, like, it's not the sort of thing you'd, like, since then, I can't think of any other games we've had like that except sport. So it's not a genre that's really touched upon. No, I'm surprised, actually. But it does sound it, like an amazing It kind of comes under an action RPG kind of bracket, I think, because of the levelling up system. Yeah, look, yeah. looking at it now, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's really, really random. You just, you just get to, like, do whatever you want. And it looks pretty, <clears> like, pretty sharp graphics for... Uh, for the SNES it yeah. like it's really yeah, nice like, nice colours and things oh you want nice colours my next two games are an absolute treat <laughs> so we're Front Mission and Cybernator are very you know robot-y greys this is pretty cool but the, the, the next two games are absolute bellers in fact one of them is uh, was very well praised and was based on another game that was so colourful it couldn't run <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, they were like how, how close can we get <laughs> and they, they decided that they could get that close. So, you guys hadn't heard of that either? No. Nope. How about a game called Kid Clown and Crazy Chase? Kid Clown and Crazy Chase? In Crazy Chase. Oh, okay. This is the game I was never sure if I ever completed uh, as a kid either. And I think it turned out it only had like eight levels. No, I don't remember <laughs> that. I'm looking at that as well, I don't... So this one's, this one's pretty good. Um... It's a, the Chemco game, um, re-released for Game Boy Advance, and had a bunch of new levels, which was great, but the story is my favourite. It's just classic. So, um, 
Kid Clown is uh, attempting to rescue Princess Honey from the villain Blackjack. That sounds familiar, just with different names. <laughs> oh, there's a princess that's been kidnapped. It kind of reminds me of Noddy. Noddy, yeah! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the premise of the levels are that there, there is always a bomb going off and you have to beat the fuse down to the end, but obviously the guy's taken a lot of time to plan out lots of elaborate traps <laughs> to stop you getting there at the end. I don't know why you don't just sort of nip the fuse in the bud as you get to it, like, halfway down, but... Um, it's just, <laughs> it's just really, really random, and you just find yourself, like, it's kind of like the Crash Bandicoot levels, um, like, where you're being chased by boulders and such. Yeah. Except, like, it's kind of a different angle, and it's way more antagonising, because the controls were awkward back then, because you had a D-pad, not on, like, an eight-way stick. <laughs> so you were like, oh, it doesn't really, like, I mean, it obviously worked in, like, eight ways, but it didn't have that, that feel to it. Yeah, do you go right and left? Because you're kind of going diagonally down to the Yeah, it's like a yeah you, so I mean, that's, that's what made the controlling it awkward. But, like, the angle that you're at, obviously, like, you're trying to, like, shift your character in certain precise bits mm. was a little bit more difficult. Not it sounds a bit a like trying to nail fatalities in Mortal Kombat. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. When there's a diagonal, that just wish to ruin it. Yeah, uh, and it had three endings as well. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, um, you get a good ending, an average ending, and a bad ending. Oh, average, yeah, I know. But um, essentially the endings are just linked to collectibles. So okay. if you get if you rescue her, you get the good ending, uh, the average ending, the good ending is for getting the collectibles. Um, and without continuing, because the, the theme of these last two games is continues, there was no save states. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the, the next game was pretty rough as well. It was um, <laughs> known for its difficulty. And then the bad ending is you failed to save her. Um, okay. <laughs> I have saved the best one to last, which I'm going to give you the plot on, because that's just great. Although plot is very close to the name. Okay. This is a game called Plock. Plock. P-L-O-K. Okay. I would like to say, although I don't know if this is true, that Plock is what inspired Rayman. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, so it's another, it's another side-scrolling game. Um... Very colourful. He's a red hooded character. Don't know why he's hooded. He just is. He looks um, very strange. He does look very, almost... A bit. His limbs can come off. <laughs> and that's how he fights things. He throws his hands and feet at people. The problem is you can't... If you throw everything, you can't move until they come back. So you get like stuck on the floor and you're like, I hope I don't die. Because he throws his hands first and then his feet. Right. So it just effectively like does this that, like sort of flails at you. Um, but yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, and it has no save feature and um, like no codes back then, like to code progression. You know, with I forget what games did it, but some games did, so didn't it? Like, they? yeah, like the one sitting to complete it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in for the win on yeah. this. Um, it like so. Okay, I'm just gonna read the I'm just gonna read the wiki block because I, I just loved it. I read it earlier. It was brilliant. Um, as king, Plock dwells into acrylic, a large island in the fictional region of polyester. <laughs> I don't know why it's all like it, it's all like fabric based. It's great. <laughs> Plock woke up one morning and noticed that his big square flag on the pole of the of the rooftop of his house had been stolen, and goes out on the search for it. He sails across from acrylic to the nearby cotton islands to find it from there. After rise, uh, rising up a couple of uh, mistaken flags, which are funny actually because you complete a few levels and you raise flags up the pole to check. Some of them turn out to be trousers, underwear <laughs> and things like that if I remember correctly. And he gets really peed off. He looks at the flag and he's like, bloody hell. I and think he says, I've been diddled again. Yeah, <laughs> but doesn't he look brilliant? He really 
Have you found? Oh, you found one of the pictures where he's got one of his power ups, haven't you? That's amazing. Have you got to the bit with the vehicles yet? No. <laughs> this, this game is an absolute gem. It just keeps giving. So, um, yeah, after rising up a couple of mistaken flags, as it starts to irritate him, Plock encounters the two giant creatures who are responsible for placing them, the Bobbins brothers. Plock aforementioned <laughs> to oh, them yeah. about his grandfather who gave him a warning about the Bobbins and decided to fight the two for the large flag. After vanquishing the Bobbins brothers and getting his big square flag back, Plock sails his way back to Acrylic until the next day, out of the blue, when he finds the island has been infested and overtaken with fleas... Okay. Yeah. That sounds uh, interesting. I'm only. I'm still. I'm still getting there though. Like, so his island, his lovely island, which he absolutely adores, has now been infested with fleas. Um, sabotage is the name of the game. But um, he quickly learned that uh, the theft of his large flag was simply a decoy to lure him away from acrylic and leave him unguarded due to his obsession with flags. Was, yeah, it was yeah to lure him away and leave it unguarded due to his obsession with flags. Plus, plot must. Travel through acrylic, getting rid of every single flea on the surface in order to reclaim his island at peace. Partway through the game, at the outside of his home, Plot places the big square flag back right where it belongs and then takes a break as he sits on the foot of a statue of his grandfather, Grandpappy Plock, <laughs> hoping there is a useful item that will help him to deal with the fleas. Uh, he took a nap and, having an odd dream of his grandfather's search for an amulet 50 years ago, Sailing across the island from his home and onward to Legacy Island, Grandpappy shares the same experience of what his grandson has to, has to in the present. Travelling through bizarre obstacles, discovering wrong artefacts like a vase. Don't know why it's a wrong artefact, it just is. But it, yeah, it just happens to be the wrong one. Uh, and dealing with the two same Bobbins brothers, <laughs> but that with their third brother, Erwin. So there's three Bobbins brothers, I know. Absolute scandal. <laughs> Grandpappy finally dug up an amulet and uh, dug up an amulet and sailed back to his home at acrylic victoriously. Back to the present day, Ploke woke up Ploke woke up from a dream and discovers that the amulet is located in the bottom of the statue. Ploke's mission on getting his island back continues with an ability where he can turn himself into a saw. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it just gets worse. Uh, it just keeps going from there. So basically, he then starts going around the island, doing things, turning to various things, meeting various people. There's like this dude called Rock of, Rocky Fella. Um, he can then... Oh, so the final boss is Flea Queen. He eventually vanquishes her with bug spray. As you do, you know, it's a nice dramatic ending. And and then he goes home and he sleeps on a green chair. He has saved the day. Oh, okay. Fair. But the game's ridiculous. It's just, you're like... I could have made that up. Uh, on an initial look at the levels and stuff, it kind of reminds me of Turjam now. Um, yeah, yes. the game is colourful as hell. It looks and, and weirdly right? enough, I was looking through the pictures and they've actually released the a soundtrack vinyl? on vinyls on two I, different colours. I think it was like only a year ago. Which they did with Toe Jam and Earl as well. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's mad. Yeah. Like, and then there's, there's these levels where you can turn him into a vehicle for some reason. He oh. turns into like a car. Well. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, like, I don't know who dreamt this game up. It's just crazy. Um... But so yeah, the random bit of information that might pique your interest is it grew out of an unfinished arcane game, uh, arcade game called Fleeper in 1990, under a com under a company Zippo Games, and it was it was developed for Res Custom, Raz Hardware. So they the game but the game was dropped I think, um, but yeah it had such an odd and brilliant graphics system that it wasn't ever going to be possible to convert the half finished Fleeper to another platform. So the game was just stuck on this hardware until these guys went, we think we'll have a go. And 
Yeah, uh, it's it's crazy. I, again, don't know how that game came into my life. It's really strange. I'm looking at here. Uh, people also search for things like Yoshi's Story. Well, that that's fair enough. Silent Hill. Really? Yeah. So, <laughs> I can give you another tidbit to do with Yoshi's Island. They presented the game to Nintendo, and Nintendo nearly picked it up themselves to produce it. Um, mm. They actually went to Shigeru Miyamoto, and he really liked it. Oh, really? But they think that it wasn't taken on because of Yoshi's Island was in production, oh. and it would clash. But yeah, the the, the game's highly random. It's like one of them, just like, what does this actually exist? Yeah. But yeah, half the fun is just going into a level, loosen all your limbs, and just sitting <laughs> on the floor wondering when you're gonna die. <laughs> Um, have you found? I don't suppose you've seen the pictures of him in like his different suits and stuff. No. Oh, there's um, there's some absolute brilliant. There might be that little set of uh, pixel dudes. Oh, right. Yeah, there's loads of. Uh, I'll put them on the show notes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely do it because if I, is there one where he's a uh, is he got a fire hose? I can't quite remember. Oh no, there the one with the musket. Um, <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah, love that guy. Love that game. Never finished it. I don't think because it's hard as hell. But then you go. Yeah, and the fact you've got to do it all in one sitting. Yeah, and yeah. you've only got so many lives. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. I love that game. That is my absolute... I've been waiting to release that information. <laughs> it's so crazy. I thought you guys would like it. So. Thank you for that. No, thank you very much. You got any other games? Uh, that was my fifth game. Cool. I can, I've got five other games, but they're fairly like mainstream. But those were my top five. They're the ones I remember playing... As a child, they were a little bit obscure, but somehow I managed to play them. So, Fair enough. Yeah. Did you want to go through your other five? Um, yeah, so the other ones would be, um, so Star Ocean is an RPG from Squaresoft, Square Enix. That sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, it started on there as well. Then I will go into like Mario Kart, and I like Yoshi's Island. Um, I'm a big fan of F-Zero. Oh, yes, of course. Absolutely love F-Zero. Um, and then my all-time favourite game is on this platform, and it's Super Metroid. Oh, yeah. What a title. Yep. Uh, the, the pure storytelling that that game did without anything was fantastic. It just... It's, yeah. I, I remember... I never... Well, I never really liked Met the Metroid franchise. And then I played the one on the GameCube. Um, and then... Well, I don't know what, it, what that one was called. Metroid Prime. Yeah, yeah, Metroid Prime, and then I played the sequel to that, and then went back and played the SNES ones. And yeah. I love them; they're so good. Yeah, the, yeah, so, the, the, the SNES ones. I don't know why I didn't like them before. The SNES ones brilliant. Like it's just um, I don't know. I just had this weird storytelling mm. quality without doing much. Yeah, the music and the settings and the colours and everything were just spot on. And more recently, Metroid Wise, I've played is Metroid Zero on yeah. TBA. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah Zero Mission. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, for me it doesn't get any better than Super Metroid. Um, and then a fun thing to watch is a modified version of it called uh, Super Metroid Impossible. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think I might know. That's mental. They so people add in and they they manipulate the levels to make them harder. Well, they manipulate the world to make it harder to like because there's certain, there's cool little tricks you can do with Samus and like in the and some of the power ups that they probably didn't plan for, but people are like, yeah, we can do this. Okay. And they manipulate the game to make it incredibly hard. <laughs> Have you heard about um, Metroid randomizers? Um, no, but that sounds yeah. There's, good. there's well, there's both. Metroid Is it where they put the random the power ups a yeah, bit in, in different places? Yeah, that may that might make the game nearly impossible to. Yeah, you need to know glitches. I think that's the only way you can get yeah. through it. But I've seen people do that, and the other thing they do is um, Metroid Bingos, which is similar to Zelda Bingos, but 
it'll give you set goals. Oh, okay. And once you've completed that row of goals, you've basically beat, you've basically raced someone. Yeah. Metroid is one of the ones that was that is on the um, website you can generate bingo goals for. Nice. Yeah, that's my childhood in a console. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, and now we're going to move on to the Nintendo Schnicksky Fnor. Okay. Um. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> you, you carry on. So yeah, I heard Zelda. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all I heard. Yeah. Yeah. They the, the radar's gone. Um, well, I purposefully didn't put Zelda on this list because I thought you'd be expecting it. Well, now I'm disappointed. Oh, I'm intrigued as to what you actually have on it. Um, I put my first one. I put um, it's probably one you're going to take the piss out of my pronunciation, but um, yeah. Rare in, released it in 1997. That's a game called Blast Corps. No, you got that right. I got it right. Yeah. See, every video I've watched on on the line. Blast Corps. Blast Corps. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's a controversy about. Well, See, yeah, I called it Blast Corps. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm I know. Not. When I was younger, I used to call it Blast Crops. <laughs> I used to think it said crops, not, not corpse. Until two days ago, I've, I've been pronouncing a Pokemon wrong for like twelve years. <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, po- the Pokemon. Just did it wrong again. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't um, realize. Yeah, I, I, I played that back in the day. Um, I have played this. Yeah, very briefly. I've heard of it. What is it? It's like basically format? there's um, a uh, like a nuclear like a nuclear warhead on a truck, and it's going forward. And you've in got a to, line. in a straight line, yeah. Has, you've got to like, and you've got to clear the path before it hits into buildings. And you it can sounds like, like kid clown in Crazy Town with with nukes. Yeah, <laughs> and you have to like um, you have various vehicles that you can jump in and out of different vehicles and things. Um, like there's stuff from like bulldozers. Well, the bulldozer you don't actually use as a bulldozer. You have to do like donuts into the into the buildings and hit them with the back end. Oh, okay. That's it's actually cool. really hard to control, so I don't like that one. Um, but there's like uh, futuristic bikes with guns on the side and just random things. It's such a weird game. Is that like a, it kind of sounds like a tower defense in reverse. Kind of. You've got like everything has a role. Yeah, you've got a you've yeah you can use multi, whatever vehicle you want, but there's certain vehicles that are better. And there's certain bits where you have um, trains, train tracks, and there'll be ramps, and then there'll be a void, and then there'll be the ramp down, and you have to get into the train, bring it to stop to create the bridge essentially hmm. whilst, oh, wow. whilst doing all this other stuff <laughs> um, so it's very time based and if the, obviously the warhead hits into anything it's game over and you have to start again so does the game I don't know have like a top down view kind of like command and yeah, 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 yeah it's kind of yeah, kind of yeah. top down look yeah. I, I just had this imagined first person <laughs> no, absolute monstrosity was, of a game where you were like flailing so around <laughs> yeah but then I remember there was one vehicle which was essentially just a giant robot with jet with a jet pack and he did like a backflip. You could his his like damage attack was he'd fly up, do a backflip, and then just crush buildings. That was pretty cool. Um, and I never unlocked it, but I, when I was doing the research, apparently there's also a car which has a uh, um, reinforced underside. So the way you destroy stuff is you launch on top, and then the car just basically lands on <laughs> and crushes it down. Oh, no. But I never got very far in it because I was bad at it. But yeah, that was my first one I came up with. And it was made by Rare, so it's good. Um, more recently, I've played it on the three on the Xbox One actually with the Rare Replay. Oh, it's on Rare Replay. Yeah, it's on Rare Replay. That's one of the games they included on it. So I've 
been playing it on that, which I do prefer to be fair because the controls are easier to work with. Yeah. Um, I still haven't got very far, but yeah. Um, next one I've got is um, Doom sixty four. Classic. Uh, yeah. That's. Well, it's Doom for a start, so I love it. So I'm really into Doom. But they created it. It kind of they got Doom and made it better by adding it more, adding more color, more kind of more of a 3D feel. Um, it starts after. But it says on Wikipedia it says it starts after it, the, the the game starts after Doom Three. But what it actually means is the third released Doom, not Doom Three. Okay. If that makes sense. What was the third one then? Oh, there was, there was. What were they called? I can't remember. There was there was the three kind of what we would consider classic Doom games. Okay. And then this came out, and then Doom Three came out. Okay. It's weird. I'm not very. I, I I've never really played much Doom. I have to admit. No, me neither. It's kind of like I've always thought about it, but never. Yeah, I went through a period where I was playing a lot of it, um, and I was considering trying to speed run. Yeah, and I so I wanted to like replay it over and over and just to learn things, and I briefly played Doom sixty four, um, more recently due to that, and I don't know, it just it's it's got it's it's um it's not. I don't like the newer Dooms that they've become really realistic, but it's not like hard to play like original Doom where you can't see anything. Yeah, early. fair enough. It's yeah. it's the right amount of in between. It's the right amount of Doom. Doom. Yeah, the Doom, Doom for the PS One was like one of the mm. one of the awesome games that you could use the link cable for, so you could yeah. play two player and two screen. But it's so hard to find. What Doom for the PS One? Yeah, I've looked for it for the PS One. Really? I can't find it. I've tried finding it loads of places for us. I'm pretty sure. Have you been to eBay? <laughs> no, I haven't looked online. I mean, in like shops where they've had like retro stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. I've got one copy. I just need another copy to be able to do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, next I have got a game that technically is full of bugs, but I still really enjoyed it. Is it Pikmin? No. Literal <laughs> <laughs> bugs. Go on. <laughs> okay, um, I'm impressed. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I shall give you a couple of clues and you'll probably guess it. It was the only game to appear on a yellow cartridge. So, oh, and it required so, the expansion pack. So I'm not super clued the game on is, 64. The game was so big it required the expansion pack to play it. Oh, Donkey Kong. Yeah. So <laughs> that was the that was the gimmick is they said that I was thinking, hang on, did they release a Pikachu game no, on this? It was uh, Donkey Kong sixty four, I remember playing that um for yeah, hours. That's supposed to be terrible. I don't think it is. It's got bad rep. It's, it does have a very bad rep. It's it's good it's a really good game from what I remember. Um the only thing is if you leave it on too long it crashes so that's obviously not good but yeah they never figured out how to solve the bugs so is that another case of yeah, instead of console things, memory being used up yeah things, then, something like yeah. that oh, so like it's, instead of, yeah <laughs> so instead of it um going back to be tested because they're on a deadline to get it out yeah. and, um they just decided to use the expansion pack to overcome that issue but it's still it will still crash even with the expansion pack if yeah. you keep playing it though, will it be alright? Or is it if you leave it... If you leave it stationary. I was going to say, because as you complete a level, I'm guessing it ran, yeah, it dumps. dumps out all the crap. Yeah. 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 It's if you leave it stationary for, I think it's about an hour, which what nobody would do. keep loading? Because... But, does know, it save? It does auto-save, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure what... I, mean, I need to look into it more depth as to what the actual bug was, but I remember playing it, and you had different 
members of the Kong family who had different abilities that you'd unlock. And it was kind of, to me, it reminded me a bit of a Mario 64 style game, but with different characters with different abilities to get different things. Okay. Mm. So each character had their own unique um, thing. So like one of them would um, be really strong, so they could like break things that others couldn't. One would... Uh, I remember there was one that was like a, would blow up into like a balloon, and he could bounce. It's just, it's just weird. Sounds like like modern like three D S Mario sixty four where you have yeah. like, different characters. Yeah, it does. Mario yeah. expand. But yeah, and they had a really cool. It had like the best intro song ever, the DK Donkey yes. Kong rap. DK. Yeah. Donkey Kong. But then the whole song was amazing. Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to just turn it on and just, just to listen to that and not to play the game. But it I'm was... gonna I'm gonna give you more work to do. Put the song in here. Here here we go. Donkey Kong, um, yeah, a game they could have possibly made better, but they decided to just lie and say you needed an expansion pack. Well, well technically you did. <laughs> technically you did, but it wasn't because it was. So, they the, could have optimized. Yeah, it. the tagline for when it came out was the game's so big he requires the expansion pack. Ah, okay. Or something like that in the advertising. I'll find it and I'll put that tag. I'll actually, I'll, I'll put that in. Okay. Uh, the little tagline. But it, there, there was an advert where it said something along the lines of, um, "Game, it's so big it requires you to use the Nintendo 64 expansion pack because um, we've crammed so much into the cartridge or something like that. And it wasn't that at all. It was just the fact that the, 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 the programming was shit and if they didn't have that plugged in, it would crash. This holiday season... Evil has met its match in the proud tradition of movies with proud traditions. Five action heroes set out on an adventure that could only end one way. In a food fight with Diddy, Lanky, Chunky, Tiny, and Donkey Kong himself in his most challenging role ever. Too big to be a movie. Too dumb to be a book. Too hairy to be anything but Donkey Kong 64. So big, we had to include an expansion pack to get it all in. So ask yourself, are you getting enough fruit in your diet? Oh, well played. But it worked. It was good. I, I, I had an expansion pack anyway from Majora's Mask, so I didn't have to go out purposely uh, for that. Of course. So that wasn't really the issue. Didn't didn't technically, certain cells were, did he? Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. Not yet. <laughs> uh, the game I remember playing a lot of. I can't remember much about it, apart from it had turkeys in it. Is the South Park? Game. I was gonna say yeah. the South, South Park. Say South Park. <laughs> it's like the only game where there were turkeys yeah. in it. God, I love that. I loved it. Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember <clears throat> if I ever completed it. Whether there was a storyline. I don't. Yeah, know that's if I what I did a lot. I remember some of the weapons. Yeah. I remember there was a um, one that was like it fired out alien um, transmission beams or something. Yeah. Made made them like freeze or something. Um, well, I remember it, there was a dancing one. 
Yeah, that may must have been it then. I think sure. it was like a TV area almost. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember. The there gun. was a one that, like a rubber dart gun, like um, like a mini gun, but fired rubber darts. Oh yeah. There was obviously snowballs, and then you could get yellow snowballs. Yes. <laughs> which it had the cool noise of him unzipping his thigh. Yes. Um, yeah, and all I can remember is the noise of the turkeys. You could yes. just hear it in the distance. Yeah. There yeah. you go. You just hear, <laughs> boom, 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 and then you'd be Marco oh, Verrilli. <laughs> Such a good game. Yeah. yeah. That well, d- it didn't get very good scores and things, I don't think. When it, it probably it. wasn't a very good game. <laughs> I don't think it was a good game. Was. I think it was... <laughs> I think it was... Um, well, there was another game that South Park won, which was um, Chef's Love's, Love's Shack. Yeah. Which was just a quiz, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, like, mega bombed, that did, when that came out. Well, yeah, but it's a quiz game. It's not a real game. That's no. the problem. I think they were still charging full price. I was, it was, yeah. Like nowadays, that would be something that'd be on the DLC or <laughs> yeah, or like free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be, it would probably be yeah, and then it'd be like pay to get more questions or or yeah. or you download oh, yeah. it and then you download a question pack and you pay yeah. for that. They'd be there. It'd be like the DLC requirements. Yeah. Um, my last one I've got that I. Played very little of, but I recently have looked into more. Is um, 007 World is Not Enough, which was released in. You didn't say Goldeneye. No. I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, I never played The World is Not Enough. Which was yeah, uh, released no on. Seven, that exactly. Which was released quite late into the N64. It was released uh, October 2000. So it was one of the last games ever to be released. Um, they also released it on PlayStation One, um, and mm-hmm. it just flew off on PlayStation One. Yeah. So, um, cause, but basically, what it did is they took Perfect Dark style gameplay. So you could um, there's like weapon animations, I believe. I may cut that out. Don't know. Um, no, I think you're right. That you can certainly equip silencers and things to certain weapons and take them off. There's oh, that's cool. In game, you can use your watch for more things. Like you can use it to stun people. Um, you can set booby traps and things. Uh, they had a use of the expansion pack to improve graphics. Um, so they basically took everything that, that was good about Goldeneye and improved the graphics and things like that, and added like little bits to make it like different. But okay, it didn't it didn't do hugely well because one, it came out very late in the N64's life. It was I think by the year two thousand, N sixty fours were more or less dying out. Yeah. Um, because I think the Cube came out about 2002, 2003. I don't remember, actually. So yeah, I'm no good with there, there would have been something that came out in between or some big console that was in the market. Um, certainly PlayStation at the time was doing well. Uh, PlayStation 2 would have been out then. 2001, yeah. Yeah, so the Cube was basically being announced. Yeah. So there wasn't much much like good for it. So they did release it a bit late. There's a few exclusives, I'm unsure what they are, but I did have written a couple of websites that there's a few exclusives for the N64 version, which makes it superior to the PlayStation one. Mm. But yeah, it looks quite cool. I'm going to definitely play some of it um, soon and try and get hold of it. Um, because I remember, I remember playing Goldeneye all the time. Goldeneye is like one of those games that everyone's played and oh, yeah. knows. I so, still love playing so it So if you can get Goldeneye on an N64 controller but improve it, you know... I don't know. But I, I don't know whether I would, whether the nostalgia of it and... I'm stuck with Goldmine. I think I, I will be too. I don't think 
playing. I just like when Perfect Dark came out. It was good, but, but it wasn't Goldeneye. It wasn't Goldeneye. I was, that's the one thing I didn't like about it. Yeah. I, I very I played very little of Perfect Dark, but even now playing Perfect Dark on the um, Rare Replay on the Xbox One, um, it reminds me too much. It made me feel like it's trying to be Goldeneye, but it's not. There it. are so many good things that they added to Perfect Dark, though. Mm. Like the animations, and yeah. the fact that you could steal guns off the enemies. Yeah. And what I forgot about Perfect Dark the other day, you can play two-player on the single-player campaign, mm. but you can do that in two different ways. I think you can play co-op, or one person can play the enemy. Oh, wow, that's clever. Yeah, and then when they die, they become another enemy somewhere else. In the and world. Perfect Dark also had the gimmick that wasn't actually put out, but it was the Game Boy Camera gimmick. Oh yes, it, which I found out. Which yeah. you basically would be, you'd plug your. It was like a huge task. You'd have to plug your Game Boy camera into the transfer pack, transfer pack into the controller, the controller into the console, and then put perfect dark on. And you could then import a photo of your face and use. You could basically run around as you in game. Yeah, that's um, not a massive task. No, but it's a lot of peripherals to stick together. Not really. Well, it is to me. <laughs> Have you met? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got two Game Boy cameras, two transfer packs. Are <laughs> uh, you saying seven cables? That's not nearly enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Though, bearing in mind, back in the day, the only way you could get transfer pack is to buy Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. So you'd have to have bought Pokemon Stadium, which I know was for about £50. Yeah. Um, if you didn't like Pokemon, tough. You had to pay that because you wanted the transfer pack. And Pokemon Stadium wasn't really... It, it's not a first Pokemon game. You would have had to have had blue or yeah. red yeah, yeah, to yeah. properly play it. Yes, yeah. you get the you house. can You, you can, can read them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could play a chunk of it. I don't and know you, why, to me, the, it still has a much better nostalgic quality than these... Yeah, it had like the party games on it as well, yeah. which was pretty cool. Yeah, they were really good, really good. Yeah. They destroyed a lot of... Uh, Petitions for new... Yeah, yeah. Petition for new Pokemon Stadium. I don't know if it would work as well nowadays. Pokemon Coliseum was really good. Yeah, you it wouldn't. I don't know. Just there's something magical about it then. It mm. was the fact that the characters were turning from two D on the Game Boy yeah. to three D, and you could they were actually your Pokemon that you've been playing yeah, with. You could yeah. Mean, yeah, and then you could play your two D game on your TV as well. Yeah, that yeah, was like a big that. thing as well. Yeah, is that was the first time you could emulate Game Boy onto a Game Boy game through an N sixty four. Yeah, mm. exactly. There's I only one other way. Um, which is a I can't think what it's called, but it's a device that you plug it into to the game. Basically, it's a game cart N sixty four game cartridge. Um, you plug that into the console, then you plug another any N sixty four game into that to steal the BIOS essentially to allow it to boot. Right. And then on the back side of the uh, like in between cartridges, Game Boy slot. So you, <laughs> that sounds like the Super Game Boy with more steps. Yes. Yeah, it's very, it's very similar to that, but it, it, it's basically stealing the BIOS off the game t to allow it to boot and being like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's a real N64 game. Yeah. We'll get past that security check and then it'll then exactly, skip yeah. that and go to the next and run off the Game Boy cartridge, which is, I don't think it was obviously a licensed thing or anything like that. It was some dodgy. Oh yeah, no, I've seen like, it. Uh, yeah, it's you know very I mean. dodgy. <laughs> but yeah, the um, honourable mention I got was um, what I wanted to mention was Conquest by Ferdo. Again, very late to the N sixty four's life when yeah. it came out. So um, that and like I can I never had it back in the day. And again, that's a game that I've played since, both on 
Um, Rare Replay. Rare Replay and on um, your cartridge when you gave it to me to clean. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just, it's just a really cool game. I remember playing it on emulator actually for a little while. Um, I, could, I, don't, I don't think I would have understood it all back then, but playing it now knowing what I'm doing and knowing what the jokes are and things, I really love it. Yeah. It's just... It just seems ridiculous. The whole premise of the game is that the big bad boss has a table with three legs and his milk keeps spilling. So yeah. The doctor needs to find a way to fix the table and instead of making another leg for the table, he gets to something that would fit underneath the table and the squirrel was just the right size. Yeah. And that's the whole premise of the game. And you can collect chocolate. Yes. Deep. And money. The game's are good and they make no sense. Money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's just... It's, it just reminds me a bit of like Mario 64, but like blown way over the top. It's like just for adults. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, hangovers and talking, singing operatic yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the pit, I remember the bit that I struggled with, um, you know, like played, you get to the bit where there's a pitchfork boss. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's sort of a pitchfork that tries to commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then realises he doesn't have a neck. Yeah. yeah. And just dangles. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. some the paintbrush and the the paint pot told him to hang himself because he was useless. So he tries to hang himself and realizes he can't because he hasn't got a neck. <laughs> yeah, and then he's stuck at the top of the barn. Yeah, I just yeah. Um, there's also a lot of uh, there's a few banjo kazooie references in that game. Yeah, yeah. In the in the bar, there's a pirate. Do you know, remember that? No. No. The, originally, banjo kazooie was going to be. A human before it became a bear. Um, it was a, under a different name, um, and the boss, I believe, was that pirate. And they just kept the skins and oh, well. kept him in there. Mm. And he's cool. just a background character. So yeah, but that's my. Um, obviously Zelda. I'm going to get it. In. <sighs> but we don't yeah, need to mention yeah. that, do we? Because you, you know, you're not going to be shocked that I, that's my top, top you game. Is there a Zelda you don't like? Um, that's such a good question. Um, yes. You're going to say the control like a cap or something? Sword. Huh? I didn't even say that. The right. controls the Skyward Sword? No, I love Skyward Sword. No, the, the control. Yeah, but that's not the game's fault. <laughs> <laughs> the game, the game, <laughs> um, I don't like the first, no, the second Zelda, Adventure of Link. Oh, the one I like. Oh. <laughs> um, Wait. The kind of RPG. Oh, no, 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 yeah, no. No, that's not. Oh yeah, that one. So that one's the weird one, isn't it? That's what they completely changed. They were like, "Oh, let's try this," and it didn't work. And then from then they just ran a mile from it and haven't gone back to it since, thankfully. Yeah. Um, and I don't really like the first one, the original NES one. Uh, it's just a bit too the same for me. Like every, like go up and then left, then up, then left, then up, then left, and it's just every room looks the same. And it's like, how do you? <laughs> I have that same thing though with Super Metroid. I'm not a massive fan of just Metroid. Mm. or um, Metroid 2 yeah it's Super Metroid where they had the little bit of extra depth yeah that really let like the game come to room, life yeah and the different rooms actually look different yeah I think that's why like pretty much all my favourite versions of games are on that console mm. like I'm in, I'm just a Super Mario Kart guy double dash and stuff and I'm like uh. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm speaking of the SNES uh, Link to the Past even now that's still a really big played game on Twitch yeah. Um, but it's just really well done. It yeah, just it's works. Such, it's, it's got so much into it for a like they for a game of that time. There's yeah. so much into it. You can 
do the story like and go through it or there's like all the optional side quests yeah. they've put so much into such a small cartridge um, yeah, I didn't put that on my list of games because I just figured that was a given but that is obviously very high up my yeah. list yeah. of I hadn't actually played it all the way through um, until like, it was this year I did it on stream because one of my subscribers wanted me to um, and I, I read, first of all I played through it with Switch Store using the rewinds when I died and then I did a full playthrough with no rewinds. And yeah, it's the most frustrating thing about that game is uh, a lot of the dungeons are set on different levels. And if you, a lot of the enemies like to knock you off the edge. You mean like the boss? Like more the worm. Yep. Yeah. And the most annoying one is the final fight with Ganon. Yeah. Because he completely regenerates if, and he knocks you off. He, he, he'll spawn in front of you, invisible, quickly appear, knock you, fall off the edge, start the fight again. And you could be like one blow away from killing it. Yeah. So annoying. But yeah, that I love that one. I have to admit, that is my favourite. That's very good. My favourite would probably be Ocarina. But that's because I've put the most amount of time into it. Yeah. Um, I completely bypassed the 64 as a child. I'm looking forward to the new Breath of the Wild. Not played that either. You need to. It's such a good game. For somebody Mm. who's not played as old, it'd be a good game to pick up because it's very different. Um, It's a lot about collecting resources yeah and that's why I'm kind of like mm. don't you think you died that mm, I don't know it just doesn't it's not it's not so much with the old Zelda's where the only thing you'd collect would be rupees to buy stuff and then you just fight people yeah. There's a, it's more open world for a while I just feel like we've do. got enough of those games already mm. but there's always going to be a Zelda a Mario a these yeah. big titles so that's just the latest one of them yeah that's fair enough yeah. yeah but yeah that's my list then over to Ben cool 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 uh, right, I'm going to start off with a very awesome sports game, probably the best sports game I have ever played in my life, called Dead Ball Zone. Yes. Yes, yes. you actually heard of it. Yeah. Oh my goodness, okay. yeah. I find it very rare that people have ever heard of it. Yeah, if I remember correctly, there's a lot of violence. Oh yeah, there's a hell of a Did anyone care about the game, or did we just punch each other? <laughs> no, uh, well, no I, I remember. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically... Rugby or American football with weapons. You get chainsaws, yeah. guns. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, grenades, machine guns, and you can kick people in the crotch as well. I actually tried to play it the other day, and it's pretty unplayable now. It's a clunky. But uh, it's really dark, really difficult to tell what to do or where you're going. And um, I had to look up the controls because I don't know where the manual is for it because I, I keep all my games in CD wallet, mm. all the CD ones, so all the manuals are up in my loft. Um it's pretty good though. It's it's still. It sounds pretty cool. It is. It's pretty awesome, and you can just it's the sound effects that get you like when someone's initiated the chainsaw, they just go after the person with the ball on the opposing team. <laughs> but when you hear that, rum, 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 you think, ah, oh, no. here we go. Yeah. <laughs> blue, <laughs> blue show the evil four chainsaws yeah. all over yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The chainsaw, you're like, oh, where is he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. And um, I had a look. You can get it for like four pound on Amazon and six pound wow. on eBay. So it's still really really cheap. Uh, that was in 1998, uh, only a couple of years into the PlayStation 1's life. The next one on my list, of course, Time Crisis, because I love that game yeah. so much. Obviously, when we do events, we do Time Crisis 2 over two consoles and two televisions co-op, which is amazing. Yep. But um, Time Crisis, the original one, and there was that second Time Crisis for the PlayStation 1 that I picked <laughs> I'm up. I was going to say Time Crisis. And I can't remember what it's called. 
But I, I started playing that the other day, and it's not quite the same. The accuracy's off on it, and it's, mm. it's not quite as good. But it's it's still very playable. I was playing on my little my new little PBM okay. thing, and I, I worked out that because you know you have to plug the uh, video cable into the telly and yeah, the yeah, gun yeah, yeah. goes as the 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 through way. Yeah. Like, um, it actually works through a, a composite splitter. Wow. Yeah, I didn't realize that, which That's is pretty covered. cool. Uh, that probably won't make a lot of sense to anyone. So sorry about that, guys. Um, <laughs> Yeah, of course, the, one of the only problems with that is you need the gun and you need a CRT television to play mm. it. Yeah, I remember correctly, rules have changed, haven't they, with techno- TV technology and uh, light yeah, guns. How, how yeah. the light guns work. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, you can get light guns that work with um, flat screen televisions and then some of them aren't that expensive. I think the PlayStation ones can be fairly expensive. You could, you could just buy a Wii. Or you could buy a Wii. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I remember playing House of the Dead on the Wii. Oh yeah, and that really was so bad. inaccurate. Yeah, we did an event at mm. um, nightclub, and we had a House of the Dead competition type thing. But the accuracy on yeah. the Wii modes is mm. terrible. See, I was um, they re-released the Metroid Prime games on to the Wii. Yeah. So and but then what they actually did is they gave it motion controls. Yeah, I didn't like oh, it. Right. Um, so you could physically, you know, walk around and aim her cannon with one of the. Was that any good? Yeah, but it was just different to get used to because mm. of just... From the GameCube to that, I didn't like. I didn't like the change. No, it doesn't sound... Yeah, it was um, it, it was unusual because uh, the aiming system, if I remember correctly, was a little bit unusual. Mm. Like Because you don't have dual analogue sticks like oh, when you play a shooter because it's effectively playing a first-person shooter. Yeah. So I think... I can't remember if they... There's something to do with the control scheme, I think. Yeah. And it's a little bit unorthodox. And you walked with the nunchuck... Um, yeah, because you walk because one of the nunchucks was walking. Yeah, um, it wasn't sideways to rotate. And yeah, that and yeah, the, I think that was why the controls were awkward because yeah, the the actually the, you, had a, you needed you a you needed a Wii mote as well. Yeah, you needed a button to not only move the gun on the screen, you mm. needed a button to strafe as well yeah. as rotate yourself, and then obviously go back mm. and forwards. And I don't. I'm trying to think how they do it nowadays. I think that was sim- like that. a similar thing with the Metroid on DS. Is that I remember I didn't like is that the you your D pad was to move you but your aiming was with the stylus. How are they doing those sorts of games now though? Or are they just not? Well see like the Switch now obviously has dual analogue sticks yeah. as well as motion on one of the controllers, so yeah. that bypasses that Don't know. I can't remember I can't remember for life me. I remember it being feeling different anyway. Yeah. But yeah. We need a Metroid on Switch. No, they've, they've, they're working on number four. Yeah, well, <laughs> so it's not taken that long to get, get one. Sooner. <laughs> yeah, it really does, actually. But. Uh, actually, it reminds me of playing Sonic Mania the other day, and because you use the analog stick to move around, you mm. can actually use the D pad as well, which mm-hmm. is pretty okay. cool. I didn't realise, but because it's based on a retro game, it kind of makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, as I was saying to you guys the other day, I think I mentioned this the Time Crisis, the Namco G Con gun. When, when before this COVID started, you could pick one up for like £8 really easily. And I've seen them now and they're going for like 20 to 25 quid. So yeah, massive hike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I mentioned, Time Crisis 2, uh, we love doing the co-op over two screens. All you need is two PS2s, two double, Or game. double gun. Uh, or double gun. That's oh, it. man. It's so, it sounds easier, but it's, it's slowly so not. It's so difficult, double mm. gun. And it's ridiculous because you have to plug 
like <laughs> the composite cable into like three of them into like the um, video port of a TV on and it just looks ridiculous. But playing double gun is so difficult. It's really fun, but it's, it is really. But yeah, and you'd think it would be easier, but it's yeah, really not. It, yeah, it's, it's like really a not. specialist mode where you're just playing one person with two guns. Nice. Uh, the next one I'm going to mention is music and music 2000. Yeah, yeah. I freaking love those games. Music that. was just music based music creation on the PS1 as you guys know mm -hmm. and Music 2000 brought in the video creation as well um, I spent a lot of time on a piece of software for the um, Mac called EJ I don't know if you guys have heard of that mm. it's basically the same thing you put a load of samples together to okay. make a song and I spent a lot of time doing that and then music came along and I was like oh my goodness this is amazing mm. um, there was actually uh, sequels to it um, on the PS3 and uh, it's not that expensive so I'm tempted to get it one of them was an MTV music creation thing okay. and then there was music 3000 which um, I've asked a few people and they said it's worth getting especially since it's so cheap you can get for a couple of quid or something okay. like that so I may be um, tempted to get that um, yeah, music okay. 2000 was really cool though because you can play 4 player or you all have a controller um, obviously using the multi-tap and then each button is synced to a sample, like a specific sample, like a drum sample will be mixed to one button on each mm. controller, obviously a different sample, and then you, you're all playing the same BPM, and you just put a song together all with mm. Then I don't think there's really any competition in it, there's no winning, no losing. It's just, it's just something nice you can yeah, do. Yeah, it just makes it sound Yeah, I never got to do I that. Like, but... I like the idea that it's using a games console for something other than just games. Yeah. Did, did you find out about the Sandman? Uh, oh, no, no, I was going to, wasn't I? I yeah, can't, yeah I forgot to look can, into it. Apparently you can sample off music CDs if you put them in the console. Yeah, oh, wow, that's yeah, cool. You that's could, that's cool. I, I completely forgot about that. I, yeah, I couldn't remember. But no, apparently you can. That's um, cool. So I might have to try that. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> and then also you get games like, have you heard of Nano Loop and LSDJ for the original Game Boy? Uh, think they DJ, one, I, have, yeah. I think I've brought it out for like Game Boy Advance as well, but that's another music creation stuff. I've got mm. LSDJ uh, for the original Game Boy. It's not that easy to come across. No, it's really, really not. Buy it from the original creator, and that was like decades ago now. <laughs> oh, you'd be very well to find a copy now. Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. maybe mine's worth something. They have like ridiculously hard find. Oh, really? I tried to get them way back before I got my launch pad. Oh wow. Um, to delve into that. Um, Do you know who Pixel Hate is? No. He was like really big in the Game Boy creation, music creation scene, and he now is a teacher in our hometown. Oh, okay. Yeah, I met him like a, uh, like last year or the year before, and he is lovely. He is so nice. Um, but yeah, he he's world known as one of the the music creationists. And then there was this guy called Homeboy Sweet, I think, who came to it switch years and years ago um, and he was really really good too okay the next game is WWF Warzone yep because mm -hmm. I spent so much time <laughs> on that game yep. absolutely I mean I loved wrestling uh, I kind of went off it after WWF I've never really followed it but I mean one question who's your favourite wrestler don't really have one. No. No, I'm not like I'm not that far into it. No, I was well into it when I was younger. Well, who was your favourite? Um, 
I like The Undertaker. Oh, yes. Yeah. We met that Undertaker awesome. or Kane? That uh, Taker UK. Yeah, he's awesome. He's such a nice... He's so nice. Yeah. yeah. He's lovely. He's such a nice guy. See him around a lot. He's yeah. such a nice guy. Well, when we're allowed to go to conventions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we were. Yeah, sore topic. <laughs> but no, I loved Gold Dust. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have been... Yeah, Gold Dust was this very weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very flamboyant. I yeah. loved Gold Dust. He was amazing. Uh, next one is Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit. Interesting. Was that Are there any more Need for Speeds on your list? No. So you didn't pick the best one. Need for Speed 2. Underground. Yeah, Underground 2. I think I've got that for the PS2. Yeah. Oh, is that? It's PS2. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if Oh, I've no, gone. I've gone, yeah. No, I've gone I've one ahead, haven't I? You've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> you remember it. Right. Let's go back. Oh, no, because I thought that was... I thought that, that was, was on PS2. Yeah. No, it's on PS1. Oh. I played that a lot. Oh. And I actually, I, I went through my CD wall of PS1 games just before I came out as well, and it was sitting there staring at me. I reckon it was right close to the cusp. <laughs> oh, let me have it. But no, I absolutely loved that game. Just trying to get away from the police was great fun. Did you hear they've remastered it? No. Well, they've remastered one of them. Oh, really? Um, or it's coming out real soon. There's a Hot Pursuit, I think it was, being remastered. So. You see, I'm not really that interested if it gets remastered. Yeah. Because I've got the original and I... I, I, I mean, yeah, provided that age as well. I'm not really into racing games, so I have no, no idea see, why No, see, I used to be massively, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it leads me on to my next one that you mentioned earlier, Destruction Derby. Yeah. The yeah. second one. Yeah. I didn't play the first one, but okay. I loved the second one so so good um, and as I mentioned earlier the, the Resident Evil the original one I saw that staring at me just before I came out I was like yep I'm going to have to play that again soon and then the last one on my list is a game I never played but it looked absolutely amazing it's called No One Can Stop Mr Domino never heard of that. no I'm not no, surprised I... <laughs> oh have you? I think so <laughs> I think I remember playing a demo oh really? yeah Oh, man. I would recognise the game via the look, but if I remember correctly, it was a little bit unusual. Oh, yeah, it was... Yeah, I, I need to see a screenshot, but I definitely remember a dodgy domino game. Basically, you played a domino, and you set out your dominoes in, yep. in the game, and... Um, yep, I played that. Yeah? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I've played that. Because I remember there was a female domino as well. Oh, really? I think there's a lady domino, yeah. I think, I'm think i not sure if you can play as her or that's the point, but I think there's a female domino. Oh, man. Madame domino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading quickly about um, LSDJ cartridges. Yes. Um, the actual website now releases the ROM image for free, but yeah. to yeah. have a cartridge with it on is um, highly collectible. Oh, really? They no longer do them. Because I know when I got it, you had to contact the original creator, ask him for if, if you were allowed a copy. Yeah. He would then send you a copy. I've got a copy on a clear game, original Game Boy um, cartridge with yeah. a mini USB on yeah. it, obviously, to import and flash export. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, wow. That, it looks like it's. Um, yeah. That's awesome. It's going to be something worth holding on to. Oh yeah, I'd never. Se- I don't think I'd ever sell it. It's so much fun. Um, people are selling the cartridges with the ROM on for yep. around a hundred pound. Wow! Because I know you can get one hundred dollars entry cart- uh, empty cartridges for about twenty quid of Wish or something like yeah. that. I think it is. Okay. Which is 
you know, it's not a bad price. No. Um, and there's there's awesome software to make your own Game Boy games as well. Which yeah. Is really cool. But yeah, okay. So that, yeah, that's awesome. It's only creeping up. Yeah, and uh, there was one more game that I wanted to mention, but I know I said that last one was my last game, but that was my last game for the PlayStation One. I have to mention a Mega Drive game because I grew up on the Mega Drive a lot and playing like Road Rash 2 and yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But there was one game that really stood out to me, which was Ren and Stimpy, Stimpy's Invention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an amazing game, but it is so, so short. You can probably complete the game in less than half an hour. I'm just wondering, did you say you played that quite a lot? Uh, yeah. Because that's one of the cartridges I had to repair. And that's the one, one of the ones that had the lowest um, tri- lowest amount of power on the... Um, like the, oh, really? Yeah, the capacitor <laughs> values, I believe, off the top of my head, is 47. And on that one, it was under 20. Oh, wow. Which is, like, properly knackered. <laughs> <laughs> well, no wonder. That sense. But that makes sense, yeah. Um, I actually did a video of it, uh, a review of it, a little while ago on a, one of my hundreds of YouTube channels and I won't link it because it's embarrassing but that's where I got this data I'll link from. it later <laughs> I think it was either gaming into the wind or anthropomorphic cheese I can't remember um, it was basically one of four Rin and Stimpy games released in that year <laughs> so you can imagine they didn't put a lot of effort into it um, it's nothing to do with the episode of the same name the cartoon was about Stimpy creating a hat which controlled people's emotions but this game was not at all this game is based on a machine uh, the Mutate-O-Matic which turned garbage into food it only had six levels and you chose between Ren and Stimpy and there were loads of co-op moves that you could okay. do together the moves sets were pretty much the same they just looked different on screen whoever you chose and that is everything that I've got so if cool. we are done with that this is a hell of a long episode um, <laughs> it's not that bad the dominoes yeah there was a bunch of characters to pick, pick oh, for wow. in the game yeah so oh, that's awesome oh no oh no did you see that sorry I think I pressed on the wrong one there's like a hole oh wow yeah I don't know if they did anything special but um I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. That's cool. That game was so random. But now we have the quiz. Yay. So we just got the quiz to go and then what we're going to talk about next time. But for the moment, Chris, run that audio. Hey there. What time is it? Is it time for a quiz? You bet your bottom dollar, friend. That's exactly what time it is. Quizzy, 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 quiz. Quizzy, 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 quiz. Got any more pixels? With Ben and Chris. Thank you to Tim for the 4 O'Clock Robots for that theme tune, which is absolutely amazing, and I can't wait to use it every single... It's going to, like, make me more enthusiastic to write a really weird quiz each time. So then we can use it, Exactly. There is a much longer version, but I won't put you through that. Um, uh, yeah, we'll put a link in the notes for the show and for the uh, tags on this this episode as well. Chris, can you do that for me? Mm-hmm. Awesome, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so as I mentioned before, the quiz is a mascot quiz. Basically, you have to tell me whether these mascots are real or fake. Okay. We have 20... I figured we'd go through them pretty quick anyway. The same to both of us. Yeah, both of you. Okay, so that's we've got a bit of help. Yes. Is there an opportunity for half points? No. 
<laughs> I, I worked, like, not very hard on this. No, I worked fairly hard on this, so I'm hoping... Is it mascots just in general from anything? It or is it be, gaming It's all gaming companies? mascots. You have to tell me whether okay. they're real or fake. As in, like, Mario is a mascot for Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. Cool. cool. Right. Yeah, we got them. Okay. Just want to um, check. That seems like the obvious question. Okay, and, and you, I'm going to say you get extra points, but I'm not keeping score. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, we don't, why do we, yeah, we don't keep scores? Yeah, I don't know. Um, if you can guess which console or generation they came out for as well. Start off really, really easy. Bubsy. Real or fake? Oh, real. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But, like, that took a little while. I was trying to think a little bit further. <laughs> I was trying to think, what's it that mascot for? Yeah, that's why I was... Yeah. Can you, can you guess? Wasn't what? it... It came out on a different, couple of different um, it came consoles. On, and it came out on Mega Drive. And it came out on something else. If it was Mega Drive, it was probably Super Nintendo as well then. You are correct. Yes, it was. Super it was Nintendo. SNES first and then uh, later on the N64. Interesting and... fact coming up. It had one of the square cartridges for the Mega Drive. Oh, really? As opposed to a long rectangular. Oh, wow. Hmm. I did not know that. I just love You've the got name. a copy of it. Sorry? You've got it, Oz. Yeah, yeah, I know. You just didn't. You just whack it. Yeah, exactly. It and... Blow yeah. on it. No, I don't blow on it, I swear. Um, the, the title of it was Bubsy in Claws Encounters of the Third Kind, which is, I love those cheesy titles. And it's so hard. Yeah, yeah. Like you fall over a rock and you die. <laughs> that sounds, again, like his clan. Yeah. <laughs> well done, you got that one right. Fantastic. Number two, Captain Blasto. Real or fake? I'm going to say fake. I want to say real. Oh, okay. But I don't know where from. I feel like it's some, it feels like a, like a name in a dodgy 3D like game sort of like a Banjo-Kazooie kind of style thing but I'm just going to go with it I, I think I it go sounds real. too made up uh, okay it is real uh, it was created in 1998 for by my, Sony for uh, Gex deep covered Gecko or something <laughs> like that <laughs> no I haven't got Gex on here I thought that was too obvious oh, no for that game I just wondered if it was like this randomly yeah oh right no um, um, Blasto follows Captain Blasto as he tries to stop Bosk the overlord from Kidnapping space babes and taking over the Earth. Ah, space babes. And he was voiced by Phil Hartman. Yeah? No? <laughs> Come faces. on! Phil Hartman! Oh, I'm no good with names. He's the guy whose wife killed him. He, he was a voice for The Simpsons. Okay. Yeah, yeah she, she, went her. she went absolutely mental and killed him in his sleep. Um, oh, number good. three, Voodoo Prince. I'm gonna go with false. I'm gonna say real. It makes me it reminds me of like almost like Crash Bandicoot style. Okay, well it is fake. I'm doing so well on this. <laughs> it just, I, it just. To felt... be fair, I based this on a game called Voodoo Vince, uh, created by Microsoft in 2003. You play a voodoo doll that looked a lot like Sackboy from Little Big Planet, mm-hmm. and um, you were you could basically hurt yourself to hurt your enemies. <laughs> it was really weird, but it, uh, the remake, he looked a lot like Sackboy. In the original, he, he, his texture was so smooth, you couldn't really tell. Okay, number four. Plinky the Cat. True. Real. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Plinky the Cat. Doesn't ring any bells. Doesn't, um... I kind of chose really obscure ones so that they wouldn't ring any bells. So if it's not, it's not necessarily 
fake yeah. or it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying. I was trying to dig in the memory banks. Oh, okay. Just in case, so it's up and down. It has. Like I'm, I'm going to go false again. Yeah. Yeah. It is false. Is it? Yeah. Is, is it based off something? No. no. <laughs> there is definitely. Uh, it's quite recent. Did you double check your false answers to make sure they weren't real? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not a Plinky the cat, I'm afraid. If you Google oh. Plinky the cat, does some just random cat pictures come up? Probably. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> so whose who's cat is this? You look up Plinky the cat. We'll go on to number five. Aero the acrobat. Acro hyphen bat. How's it spelled? Aero. Yeah, is it just like a chocolate bar? Yeah. Oh, that's true. A E R O. Yeah, I think it's true. You think that's true? What was it? Sorry. Aero the acro hyphen bat. Yeah, it's true. I think. You think it's true? You are correct. Created by oh yeah, Clinky the cat. Right. No, it's not a game. It's not a game. It was a cat that aired on. Uh, it's basically a cat that became famous on American TV in the 1990s. Okay. Um, appearing on reality television programs, if anything. Wow. Okay, I did actually make that up, so I don't okay. <laughs> know. It's, like, it's got a Wikipedia page, oh, this cat has enough. It's legit if it's got a Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. The cat monitors, um, the cat like edits its own moves. Error the Acrobat, or Acrobat, yeah, was true. created by Iguana um, Entertainment and Sunsoft in 1993. One day a spoiled rich kid called uh, Edgar Hector. <laughs> One day a spoiled called Edgar Hector visits the world of amusement circus where he tries to prank um, someone and nearly kills a lion. He then receives a ban for doing so. Two years later he returns with Zero, the kamikaze squirrel, and his psycho circus gang and tries to kidnap the circus. Uh, and weirdly enough, um, it was Zero, the kamikaze squirrel, actually had a game of his own after this. <laughs> yeah, really, really strange. Number six. James from The Nutty Mosquito Saves Vegas. Pardon? <laughs> I think you heard me right. I'm going to yeah. go with the big nut. James yeah, me, I'm going to have a on The Nutty Mosquito Saves Vegas. probably stupid enough to be... Real, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with him false. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> it is false. It sounds cool. I'm really glad it's false. <laughs> I worked quite no, I didn't work. <laughs> I didn't work quite hard on that one at all. Another easy one for you, Rystar. True. Yeah. True. Love that game. Created by Sonic Team in nineteen twenty five, um extendable arms to grab the walls on enemies. I'm still yet to complete it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I ever completed a game in my childhood. Oh, so <laughs> I can't good. remember. No, me neither. Okay. <laughs> I bought right. the um, Sega Master Pack thing for PS3. Right. You know, the one with all the different. Purely for that game. Oh, really? Because you can save on it. Oh, oh. such a good game. I love it. It's such a good game. Really, even really even good. now, playing it now, it's still up there. Yeah. It's one of yeah. my favourite games of all time. Number eight Bonk from Bonk's Adventure. I want it to be true. I want it to be true for being endorsed by like Viagra. No, I'm just I'm just gonna go in with it. I want it to be true, so yeah. Okay. You are correct. Created by uh, for the NEC's TurboGrafx sixteen in nineteen ninety, um, you're a caveman child with a very strong headbutt. Obviously. Yeah, definitely. Uh, number nine, Titus the Fox from Titus the Fox to Marrakech and back. I say that's true. But I say true, like but I've got a funny feeling I've misinterpreted the character I'm thinking of. 
I think it's true because I don't think Ben would have gone to that much trouble. Of no, I think I know the game. <laughs> so yeah, you're correct. Is um, it the with the boomerang? The dude with the boomerang. Um, no. I don't think he had a boomerang. It's for the Amiga and the Atari ST yeah. in 1991. So I might have got that right by accident. 50-50. <laughs> rescue, <laughs> rescue your girlfriend Susie in the Sahara Desert. Uh, release on Game Boy and Game Boy Color in the late 90s. Right, number 10. Tom Jones in Tom Jones The Flight for Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with a big I want it to be true. <laughs> it's got to be false, but I want it to be true. I want to play this game. <laughs> Chris? False. You are right. Yeah, it's oh, complete false. I might invent that game. <laughs> <laughs> Number 11. Delilah from... Um, Tom Jones's Adventure 2. <laughs> Tom Jones 2. No, uh, from Flat Cat, colon, When You Drive Too Fast on Route 66. Please be fun. <laughs> I didn't like that title. Flat Cat's Colon. Flat- <laughs> I mean, I mean. Why did I hear that right? No, but that is the thing. It will be. Colon. You know what colon is? Yeah, the I will. Yeah, yeah. It's a different than the one I was thinking. Yeah, not, yes, it not, is. Not your internal colon. Yeah, I'm going to go with a no. <laughs> I don't even know what you said again. Now I've got. Delilah from Flat Cat Colon. When you drive too fast on Route 66. True. I'm glad I fooled you with that one actually because I don't think I've fooled you yet or maybe I have that, that, just is, a guess. that is false <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm still going <laughs> I didn't want that to be real so. uh, Zool uh, yeah yeah, yeah I, I had to throw in a few easy ones I think Chris you know that one because we've got the cartridge yeah. <laughs> and you must have cleaned like, it I cleaned now. it that's one of the last yeah, ones yeah. I did <laughs> created by Gremlin Graphics for like the Amiga in 1992 uh, you play a gremlin ninja from the mm. nth dimension who has to prove himself on Earth after making an emergency landing. Uh, number 13, Mr. S. Cargo, Snail Adventure Racing. Mm, that could be true. Was Yeah, I, 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 wanted to, I think I want it to be true too. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go with true because, yeah. again, I feel like I've seen it's that. It's a good play of words, if yeah. not. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. Damn it! Oh, wow. <laughs> I was especially proud of that one. I like that though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was right. thinking. I, had, nice I wasn't. I couldn't get twenty out of twenty. I was trying to think. Would, would Ben have thought of that? That's no, really, Ben's really not clever, clever enough. Can I just write, write that down for research purposes? <laughs> Number fourteen, Wild Woody. That makes me think of Woody Woodpecker. Um, false. I want to be true on that. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. false because I can't back up what it's a mascot of. Buckle, 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 buckle. I don't give a f- No. Singing the Limbisco there. <laughs> Just because. Um, right, it is correct. It is It is real. Sorry. <laughs> it is correct. That was the what worst I... way to give <laughs> the answer ever. Did Sorry, I, what did I even I've say? You got it wrong. Work. You said false. So, and I, was and I, said... so I, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. And we've been recording for like over an hour. You're hour. wrong. <laughs> uh, created by Sega of America in 95 for the Sega CD. Um, an anthropomorphic pencil who wiggles his butt on enemies to erase them. He can also draw <laughs> items to help him out on his mission. You definitely could have made that game up. To be honest, you really need to look at the video. If you are listening to this now, YouTube it because it looks hilarious. I'll show you guys after we've 
okay. we've done this, but it is. It looks so much fun. Just this pencil wiggles his butt. <laughs> Number fifteen, Angela from Big Fish, Little Fish, Starboard Socks. False. False. You are correct. Yeah, your face did. I need to. The use of Big Fish, Little Fish, swap out the cardboard box was a. Uh, a bit of a thing for me. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I, I did put cardboard socks to begin with, but then I thought, well, if we're doing water related, I'll put starboard socks. That was a good play. Good play. Yeah, yeah I thought so. Uh, no, you're correct. It is complete falseness. Yes. Number 16. Grin and Bear from Grin and Bear It. False. Yeah, I'm going to be false. I don't, I yeah, don't I was running out of ideas at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see the others. Hear the others. Right, number 17. <laughs> Almost said that very wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, this is going to be good. Punky skunk. I think you can well, guess how I am. Punky skunk. I love that we're all like... Well over twenty. Not well, like well over twenty. <laughs> I don't. Funny. I don't. It was the word "kunk" that got me. For reference, that was that was a, was a short snort. But <laughs> no, it wasn't. You can't prove it. Right. What are we thinking? What was it again? Punky skunk. Looks true. Legit. <laughs> it's got to be true. Yes. Created by Kenshi Narus, founder of. Yukayote in 1996 was originally meant for the SNES but ended up exclusive, exclusively on the PS1 because of poor SNES sales at the time. Super cute game with great music and gameplay although not well received. Number 18. Hario. Impending Doom Stimulator. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think so, no. I'm going to say false. I'll say false on that one as well, yeah. I really want it to be true. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, yeah, I was like, it's got to be true, isn't it? It is false. Really? I definitely ran out of steam at this point. <laughs> Number 19 is Fortified Sam. Yeah, there, yeah, I think that's true. You think that's true? Yeah. I think it was an N64 game. Well, you're wrong, but okay. <laughs> really? Well, as in, it's just not a thing. It's just not a thing. Oh, I thought that might be the, what the guy from Serious Sam was called. Yeah. Maybe. Did they just drop that word in front of it? Um, yeah, oh. that's how I thought that was like a reinforced version. <laughs> it was like body armor or something. I, don't, I just thought they just didn't use that part of his name. <laughs> Never played the games, have I? Okay, yeah. That was a good one. Well, Thank we, you. We both went to the same path for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually impressed that that one, like, one towards the end made it through. Uh, 20. Uh, Rich from... Uh, hang on. Rich. From the receptionist on the fourth floor. Yeah, Rich. The character Rich from the receptionist on the fourth floor. This, I this is like a mega red herring. Yeah, it sounds too... too, too like likely but are we going to finish the quiz on a yes is this the last one this is the last yeah. one yeah I'm going to go with yeah you think it's real I think it's real slightly different because it's, it sounds a bit too boring to have created it yourself no, but and I've, if you'd created it yourself I'd be ashamed if a game like, <laughs> but what, but what was the was it you gave the game name as well yeah Rich from the receptionist on the fourth floor <laughs> who calls a video game that 
There was a lot of really weird games like on Atari. Okay, I'm gonna. You have true. I'll have false. It is false. <laughs> <laughs> Go. I think at the last three, I just make all complete. I was like, so. what's the chances <laughs> that they're all false? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm actually surprised that I managed to fall you on a few of those. I think I dropped. You guys did. I dropped two. You did very, very well. To be fair, mm. I'm impressed. We're the, I'm impressed. We're winning. This, we're so far winning this quiz war. Then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I didn't do very well on the Pokemon. Um, I had a thought for next week's quiz: uh, video game themes, or like clip, clip bits. If I could play a small clip of um, some part of a game, and you guys to guess what game it's from. Okay. Or like a theme song, or something, something like, like that. that. Like a, a piece yeah. of, like the first bar or something from a piece of music. Like the first three seconds of, yeah. Yeah. of the intro or whatever. Actually, or, if that one does well, I, I, I was going to do like my remixed ones that we did. The other yeah. Like yeah. where I remixed a couple of songs together. And you have to guess which ones they were. Yeah. Yeah. That's an idea out there. Yeah. Um, no, that's a really good idea. I like it. I think it's something. If good. you want to do it, then yeah. go for it. That'll yeah. be the quiz next week. Mm. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Have you guys. Either of you got any suggestions for ideas for next um, week? I have a few, but I forgot what they were. Brilliant. Well done, Chris. That's Nailed why it. we have notes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I tried to think of some things, but it's about keeping it... Just keeping try and do real. something... Yeah. <laughs> Keep it real. So the Keep thing for real, next right? week's show is Ali G. Okay. And the amount of video games he's produced, which is probably none. No, um, no but yeah, it's just keep that, keeping it real, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the new Bruno is amazing. Bruno. Borat. 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 Sorry, we watched all of them the other day and I got confused. It is amazing. amazing You just sit there and go, wait a minute, is this really going to happen? Then it happens and then it gets worse anyway after that and you're like, yes. Yes. (laughs) Anyone who hasn't seen it, you need to watch that film. It's amazing. um, If you're easily offended, then yeah, don't watch it. But yeah, yeah, watch it. Why not? (laughs) Um, Life's life's too short. On Xbox. Thanks again for joining us for this episode as I... I've said before, we'll put all the show notes. This is probably going to be the biggest show note one so far because <laughs> I've got I've got so many images and stuff to put in. Uh, thanks again to Tim from the Four O'clock Robots for our awesome theme tune for the quiz, and uh, we will see you. Well, speak to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Hey guys, this is Chris, aka Mango. So next week we're going to be talking about games that we found hard. Um, not necessarily just children, but generally games that we found hard. Um, also, we're going to be talking about uh, achievements and trophies that are near impossible to get um, that we have managed to get or we have attempted to get. Um, hopefully, you'll join us for that. Um, until next time, though, thank you for listening to this one. Uh, check out the socials, and we will see you in the next episode.